welcome everyone to this episode of NLN Podcast Nursing Edge Unscripted, The Scholarship Track. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Palazzo, a member of the editorial board for Nursing Education Perspectives. Nursing Edge Unscripted and our track entitled Scholarship celebrates the published work of select nurse educators from NLN's official journal, Nursing Education Perspectives, and the NLN Nursing Edge blog. The conversations embrace the author's unique perspectives on teaching and learning, innovations and implications for nursing program development and enhancement. This episode is about using clinical judgment model to promote students' clinical judgment. We will discuss the author's article, a national report on clinical judgment model use in pre-licensure nursing curricula. The discussion will focus on the unique findings of the authors who published a manuscript in the January-February 2023 issue of Nursing Education Perspectives. Our speakers today are Dr. Mary Jesse, who's an Assistant Dean for Academics, General and Nursing Practice at Vanderbilt University School of Nursing in Nashville, Tennessee, and Dr. Janet Menangle, Associate Professor at MGN Institute of Health Professions in Boston, Massachusetts. We wanna thank both our guests today for taking some time out of their day to give us a little deeper dive into this article and talk about some of the implications for practices. So welcome to both of our speakers. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah. Great, glad to have you here. So first question I wanna ask is just kind of pre briefly describe the purpose of your study and its relevance to this next generation uh, NCLEX that will be implemented, it looks like starting in August, or excuse me, April. April, April, that's right. It's yeah. coming up quick. So several years ago, our team, including Janet, myself, Kathy Lassiter, Ann Nielsen, Lisa Gonzalez, and um, Phil Dickinson, we met together to discuss the next-gen NCLEX and talk about what it is we felt like we needed to know before that went into effect. And so because the next-gen NCLEX is designed to better measure the cognitive processes involved in clinical judgment and to measure them as they are used in practice, it was imperative that we have a baseline understanding of what our pre-licensure nursing programs were doing to promote clinical judgment. So this study did just that. Our purpose was to examine how pre-licensure nursing programs were using clinical judgment models in their curricula or to drive their curricula and what teaching strategies are used specifically to teach clinical judgment. And what we found was that while only 27% of respondents said they were using a clinical judgment model currently to inform their curricula, of those, um, that 70 some odd cents um, not using a model, 51% of those said that they intended to start. And a lot of that intent to start was because of NextGen NCLEX. Mm. So that, that was interesting to us. Um, one of the uh, key reasons that respondents in, identified they were using a model was to inform their strategic um, teaching of clinical reasoning and judgment through their curriculum. Many said that they specifically used it to inform how they thread and or use multiple teaching learning strategies throughout the curriculum to promote the development of clinical judgment across the curriculum. Um, and that's encouraging. Um, additionally, I would say that the results of this study provide us some 
foundational context for that initial analysis that NCSBN will be doing of the candidate performance on that first iteration of next gen um, right. index and those particular item types. So we're looking forward to that and to how um, that analysis will help us identify and um, put out true best practices for the use of a clinical judgment model and teaching strategies to prepare students first for practice, but also for the NCLEX with regard to clinical judgment. Thank you, that was a great overview. In the article, you talked about Tanner's clinical judgment model that was found to be the most frequently used model to guide curriculum development due to, I think it's clear language and ease of use. How would a school or college of nursing begin the process of integrating this framework or a similar framework into their curriculum? And I just wanna um, follow up that question with your thoughts on Tanner's clinical judgment model as a useful tool um, in this regards to preparing students for, you know, not only the NCLEX next generation, but as a guide for clinical judgment, clinical reasoning in their clinical spaces. So I'll answer that question, Steve. <clears throat> so Tanner's model, as, as you were talking about, 65% of our respondents said that they were using Tanner's model, the ones that were using a model. And I think it's, like you said, like ease of use, but also that it includes you know, certain steps and it includes background information, not only of the patient, but of the nurse. So it's really important that it includes several criteria when you're looking at how to make a clinical judgment. And it is easy to use because the language is mm -hmm. clear and concise. And so actually in 2021, I was one of those schools that answered that, um, you know, answered this survey. And we were in the process of integrating Tanner's model. We were one of those that were planning to integrate. And so we went through the process in September of 21. And we just really um, finished it up in this past May. So the best the best way to approach it is number one, start with faculty development. We had five one hour workshops on uh, in you know we talked about the research about Tanner's model, mm -hmm. the language of Tanner's model, the ideas behind Tanner's model. We moved into how you could use Tanner's model for evaluation of a student as well as for teaching and learning. So then after we did the um, faculty workshops, we moved into using it, actually creating um, strategies that use the language. And then we brought in all of our adjuncts. I cannot stress enough how important it is to bring in the adjunct faculty. And right. we had a we had Dr. Kathy Lassiter. Okay. Everyone know created the Lasseter Clinical Judgment Rubric, which is based on Tanner's model. She came in, spoke with our adjuncts, talked about how to use utilize the language in post conference, as well as in using it for evaluation. And the next step was we again met as a faculty and worked on really creating strategies in the classroom, in the clinical, and um, case studies and concept mapping and everything that integrated this language. And the last step we did was we looked at all of our student SLOs to make sure that we had clinical judgment in there, which we really didn't have to make many changes to the clinical judgment. And then we did put it in our we did put it in our student and faculty handbook as a reference, which I think is very important. Right. And uh, one of the things that I think we did in our one of our adjunct uh, meetings is we had faculty actually um, model 
how to talk to a student using oh. Tanner's model. So they had, we had like a, you know, they play, they role played right. a situation when a student was having difficulty in clinical and they role played a situation when a student was doing well. And they talked about um, decisions that were made in clinical. And I think that it went really well. And um, I think it really helps us as a faculty have a common language and a common goal. Mm-hmm. How was that received by faculty? Was that a difficult um to bring it into the curriculum? Was there some resistance? Was it widely accepted initially? You know, it was widely accepted initially because I think people are understanding with, with the new NCLEX, the next-gen NCLEX, people are understanding that it is about clinical judgment. Mm-hmm. Our preparation is about making students able to enter practice safely right. and use clinical judgment. So it was very well accepted. It was not um, you know, there was really no problem with it. We did make some, uh, you know, we did make some changes to the model to meet our curriculum, and it went really well. Oh, that's great to hear. So what can faculty and schools of nursing do today? Let's say this is a little bit overwhelming for them to think about right now, but they want to do some things that will best prepare their students to attain some of that clinical judgment uh, competencies that we just discussed and get them better prepared, not only to enter practice, but for the NCLEX next gen, what could, what could some schools do today? So um, I think that that's a great question. And so um, preparing students to make sound judgments in practice really needs to be approached using holistic process. But as you say, that can take a while to do that. Right. So really starting with some key teaching strategies um, while they are helping faculty begin to understand the Tanner clinical judgment model or the clinical judgment model of their choice. Um, I think understanding that case studies bring clinical into the classroom. So anytime you can do that, you can shift from simply delivering content, delivering facts and telling students what they will see and what they should do. Anytime you can shift that and have them actually use those facts that they have learned in class and actually make decisions in the classroom, in the sim lab, um, in clinical conference, and actually in the clinical setting is the best way to start. So any way that you can engage students in making those decisions. So just as a faculty member, even a novice faculty member who has practiced as a nurse, I think thinking about what is it that you do in practice when you are doing an assessment, for for instance, what is it that you notice and why? So ask the same questions of the students. Give them some, you know, a patient situation and say, what do you notice and why about this assessment data? And then what does that data mean in the context of this care, um, so on and so forth. So you can hear me kind of using that language right. from the Tanner Clinical Judgment Model to guide the students' thinking um, and decision-making through clinically-based situations. So to recap, um, anything you can do to bring those clinical situations to the classroom or to any instance in which you have students engaging in learning is important. Doesn't have to be a large case study. It can just be a simple, um, you know, couple of line uh, case about a particular element of a patient situation. 
and asking those questions related to the to, to the clinical judgment model can really get your students thinking about how they are thinking, what they're noticing and why, and how they will then move forward through the decision-making process to make sound judgments in practice. Those are helpful tips. And you know, it's been decades in the making, right? We've needed this transition this, for many decades. It's finally looks like it's gonna start happening. And I know it is happening at some places. I think some of the resistance not only comes from faculty and administration to some extent, but our students, right? Who want to be taught in a traditional manner. They say they don't want it, but then when they don't get it, they want the PowerPoints and the lecture and the slides and just tell me what I need to do, right? So it's it's about us also educating and, and creating that culture for our students about this type of educational processes and learning that may look unfamiliar to them coming into a program. So I think we have to do just as good a job um, prepping our students as we do you know, integrating and implementing the model. Absolutely, that, that is um, absolutely true. Really, you know, beginning any program with kind of a review of cognitive science and the best, um, best you know, the, how people learn um, right. is really important so that um, individual students don't get hung up on the fact that they feel like I'm a visual learner and I have to see this in order to do it. You can learn in a variety of ways. And really best practice is to use a variety of teaching right. and learning strategies that, that really enable students to engage with content and concepts and decision-making multiple times, you know, so that it's not, there's never a one and done type of approach to learning about a particular concept or clinical situation. So where does this leave the nursing process? So is the nursing process still an important rite of passage? Absolutely. That's a great question. And um, what I will say about that is it it's important to understand that the nursing process and a clinical judgment model are complementary and both are part of that holistic and necessary preparation of, of students um, for safe practice. So the nursing process really is an organizational model at its heart um, that guides how we deliver um nursing care in that organized fashion. However, it doesn't directly foster the development um, or the use of clinical judgment per se. Right. Um, so for example, when we assess, which is the first step of the nursing process, we're, we're gathering data about the clinical situation, but we also need to take it a step further and be considering what it is we're noticing as we're doing that assessment and why we're noticing that and what is most relevant about what we're noticing. Um, so a lot of using a clinical judgment model um, facilitates our thinking in the moment while we're using the nursing process, but it also then is key to our reflection after the fact so that we can um, grow in our ability to do that thinking in the moment like a nurse does. So looking, doing my assessment on my patient, but recognizing what needs to be done right then and why that's the best decision um, and taking action quick, swiftly. Um, so hopefully that gives a little example about how the two can work together and why both are important. 
Thank you so I much. I would add to that. I would add to that, Steve. That the faculty has to understand that as well. Has to have right. a clear understanding yes. faculty development because nursing process we need for categorization, but really mm -hmm. um, clinical judgment is more. But I, I do believe that if all the faculty understood that, I think that we would be on our way. Well, I heard heard this. You stress both of you stress the importance of faculty development in this process. And I think that's important to note and for us to take away, one of the things to take away from this conversation is, you know, this is gonna be a very difficult process to do if there's no faculty development or faculty support resources, because we need to get everybody to a level of understanding that will allow for the thoughtful and accurate uh, implementation of a model like this so that we're getting the results we expect from our students. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanna thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. I appreciate so much your expertise and time in sharing this work. I think it's very important. It gives us a better understanding of the use of this model and other models and what's happening across the country as we prepare for the next gen uh, NCLEX exam. To our listeners, if you have not had the opportunity to read about this work, uh, you will find this manuscript published in Nursing Education Perspectives, a national report on clinical judgment model use in pre-licensure nursing curricula Nursing Faculty's Perceptions, which was published in January, February again of 2023. Thank you for joining us. Um, please take a look at this article and I think it will help you at least have, have an understanding of what's happening out there and where we need to go. Thank you for joining us both again, much appreciated. Thank you, Steve, for having us.